welcome to Theatre Club. I'm Oscar and today I am with my sister Alice and Madeline. Hey! And in this episode we have a review of Mythic, a new musical at the Charing Cross Theatre. We have a review of Emma Rice's new production Wise Children at the Old Vic and Madeline is also going to tell us about Heather's the musical. Yep. But first we will start with Alice's top tip. So my top tip, I know it seems a bit early but it's a Christmas show. I do love Christmas. And this is an alternative Christmas show at the Southwark Playhouse, which is one of our favourite theatre venues. Yes. And Madeline actually told me about this because there's an offer on Time Out right now. So it's a really good tip. They are billing it as a mixture of South Park and Miracle on 34th Street. And it sounds like a bit of a, you know, a bit of a farce. And it sounds really good fun, doesn't it? Yeah. I think, Christmas yeah, show. alternative one would be fun. You know, we've seen that we've done the whole traditional... And I, I can't sit through the Christmas Carol again, guys. I seriously <laughs> simply yeah, can't. This could be a good this antidote good. to that. Also, I love that market opposite the Southwark Playhouse. Oh, yeah. And you can all go and get... It's like a street food market, so you could all go there first, get some mulled wine, and then everyone trapes into the... Yeah, what's that called? Metropolitana or something yeah. like that, isn't it? It's Italian-y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Theme. Yeah, so I think that could be a really good, fun Christmas day out. And it's 90 minutes, and I... Oh, oh we yeah. straight through. Straight we love through. a straight through. And it's also on, they're doing Sunday matinees. Oh, like that's Sunday a winner. Matinee. I love a Sunday winner. matinee. So the time out of it is only for the 1st, 2nd, 3rd, 5th and 6th of December. And instead of £20, the tickets are £15. Cool. Really reasonable. So they're usually only 20 anyway though. So like Southwark Playhouse is always affordable regardless. Mm. Yeah. It's such an amazing wee theatre. We talk about it a lot. It's just such a lovely space. It's it's just got a lovely atmosphere in it as well. We, we're huge fans. So let's move on to our first show to review, which all three of us have seen. It is Mythic, a new pop rock musical at the Charing Cross Theatre. It is currently playing. So it is the relationship between mother and her teenage daughter can be sheer hell, especially if that daughter is a Greek goddess with a taste for the underworld. Mythic, a new pop rock musical comedy by Marcus Stevens and Oren Elder, turns the ancient Greek story of Persephone on its side, with the gods as chart-topping rock stars, power-hungry politicians and professional VIPs. So, what did we all think of it? It's worth saying we did see this separately, and we have on purpose not even spoken about it until this yes, moment. So you're getting to see fresh... What, see what you think. Okay, shall I go yeah, first? Yeah, you tell us what you thought first. Loved it. Good. loved it my but i will say straight up and i'd be really interested in what your thoughts were on this my f- main i have to say it it was far too loud i thought it oh. was deafening oh i was about to say i thought the sound mix was pretty good when we went i didn't oh honey we were what could you not hear the the singers or no just we could we could loud? we could hear it perfectly but it was like literally if i could have notched the volume down by two turns, like a wee, you know, just turn it down a bit. I, I don't know what it was, but it was just, I found it, really, and I kind of thought, oh my God, this is going to really annoy or ruin my enjoyment of this. However, I love the play so much that it didn't. Um, my friend that was with me, we'd been at a gig the night before and she wears earplugs to gigs and she still had them in her bag and she put her earplugs in during really? it. Like, yeah. Like, and she said, she's like, in terms of decibel and she kind of knows about right. that kind of thing. She said, yeah, too loud. Um, I thought it was the right night we went. I thought it wasn't too bad. Mm. But yeah, it was a sort of, it's a pop rock kind yeah. of score. And yeah, I thought it was really funny. It's like taking a modern twist on a Greek 
you know, very, uh, Greek mythology. So Zeus is kind of this sort of like pimp daddy yeah. kind of celebrity obsessed in his daughter Aphrodite she was like I thought she was great she was like a Kylie Minogue style bimbo Australian I thought she was really funny she was a sensation she was every time she came on the stage I was transfixed by her I thought she was like you Alice She's like she, that kind of blonde, long ponytail oh God, thing. And you literally have the same hairstyle right now. <gasps> Tribute. Yeah. Ew, ew, oh, hon. Something's on my shoe. I mean, oh, Katy yeah. Perry is dying. <laughs> She's never released that song. That was just, I like, I was, during that song, I couldn't, I was beaming. It was so funny. And her little face and... Oh, I I love that was my was that was great. my standout moment. She was brilliant. To Genevieve be fair, McCarthy. Genevieve McCarthy, yeah. really young girl. Where's it as well? Because you're saying like a wee Kylie Minogue. Because she was Australian, and that was one of the things I really liked about it. And again, it was quite you know the, these are the Greek gods, so who knows what kind of accents they had? But you had a sort of Yorkshire accent, American accents, Australian accents, Cockney, Cockney, yeah. And I, I really, I thought that was quite clever because I presume the Genevieve girl, I presume she is Australian. I mean, she certainly yeah. looked it. You know, she was like this cute wee blonde thing. But it was like that kind of mix of accents. I thought really added to it. Do you mm. know what I think? Yeah, I thought it was good. You can tell that it's it's a new production. It's not like a huge, big budget production. It's not no. a Sonia Friedman or production or anything with lots of budget it's quite a simple set the costume I think was a bit lacking I would have liked a bit more like mm. razzle dazzle with some of that costume and stuff yeah but I know they probably have budget constraints but I thought I thought it was really good fun as well that kind of pop rock music I thought it was really catchy in the moment I'm not going to say any of it's massively stuck with me other mm. than maybe the bit you just sang yeah but in the moment I thought kind of spun the story along and I thought all the voices were really good. I thought all the voices were really good, particularly the mother. Yeah, Demita oh, played she by was, yeah. Daniela Bowen. She could be in a sometime sort of role. Yeah. yeah. She, couldn't she? She could be a proper sort of um, you know, because she was there was something a little bit like fragile to her. She yeah. Whereas the rest of them were quite one-dimensional. I they th- were a bit caricature. Yeah. Whereas she, I felt like she, I don't know, she just looked. I suppose she just played a character really well. She's very worldly, and she seemed to really enjoy singing. Like I felt mm. the singing parts were more her vibe. She, yes. I didn't think she, you know, because there wasn't much. It is. It's kind of sung straight song through, song you know, song, song after song yeah. after song, and then the bits where there was little kind of dialogue sections. You kind of felt that she was a bit like, "Oh, can I just get back to the singing?" Um, the dad, well, Zeus, um, as the kind of as Oscar says, like the pimp. Yeah, he Tim was Oxbrow. he was a hoot. Yeah, he was really good. He reminded me of like a sort of Ben Stiller character from yeah, Dodgeball. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That Ben Stiller vibe, really over the top. He was really funny. His singing voice was really good as well. Yeah. That kind of big song he sang about his kids you know, taking over or whatever. I thought that yeah. was great. Yeah, I thought it was really good fun. It kind of... I think it needs... It definitely does need work, I think. Yeah. Just in, like, some of the songs need touching up and some of the dialogue needs to be, like... There are some funny moments, but if it's peppered with more of those... What do you think, Al? I agree. I just felt like... it. The songs were really good. Mm. They all sang them so well. I felt like the songs had been worked up really well. Yeah. Um, but I just felt like, yeah, the costumes could have done it with a bit more light. Do you know what I mean? They obviously just don't have the budget for it because mm. it's a new show, but I'd love to see it finished. And you can imagine it being a real cult, kind of like a modern Greece. Yeah. yeah it had that sort totally. of... It would have as well. It's um, very minimal staging. And I think that if they did have the budget, you think the sets for that could have been amazing. Yeah, like when she's yeah. going on that boat through the swamp or, yeah. you know, with like... The, all of the those plants and the thing that she eats that yeah. could have all been like so much more but 
They just did. They they did what they could. Like they had those signs, didn't they? Yeah, the sign that was really funny. Paper. Yeah, They're really simple. Yeah, yeah. I think I think with some more work, it could be really good. But the bare bones of what's kind of there already, I think, is very promising. Absolutely. And I would go again if they managed to bring it back in another guise yeah. and like. I would definitely see it again, and we won't ruin anything. But it's like it all kind of it all ties itself up in a ball, and when it did. The bit you know what I mean, what mm. bit I'm talking about. When it did, I kind of went, oh, like it was yeah, like it was funny. a really and they nice kind of story. Made a reflexive comment about it, didn't they? Yeah. The end, when they were like, oh, that's what the story was about. Yeah, exactly. Greek myths always are kind of symbolic of something else. Yeah. Perhaps. So I thought that was quite fun. Is yeah. It on? Yeah, it runs until 20th of November, so it's on for a while. And I feel like if you took kids to this, if like mm. young people, I think would really like it because it's got that young kind yeah, of right. young energy especially like a group of school kids or yeah i don't know it's got a real like it's got Although, a fun energy to it and i think young people would love it i thought the band sounded great oh um, yeah they were te- oh and hello did you not notice that the conductor that chris came Mar. out at the end yeah is he not the same guy from bring it on yeah. that i said looked yeah, about yeah. 12 years old yeah chris Mar, same guy chris Mar, you still look about 12 years old you're not aging he was so cute and did he have a little um gloves on little um like, I don't think I noticed. Was I was too busy telling gloves. my friend. I was it like, was so I, saw, I saw that guy before. It's the same guy. Musical director. Yeah, he's good. He's I think he's, he does that pop rock kind of modern light. Bring it on. Yeah. Sound really well. Really well. Just maybe someone just turned it up a bit too loud maybe for your night. I didn't notice that. I'm so sensitive to noise See, and things God, being too loud. Just, maybe it was maybe just, they I don't know. Maybe it was just, I don't know. Maybe it was a Saturday night. It was, Maybe they cranked it up with a Saturday night crowd. It's also worth saying that when you go in, you get given a little sort of like leaflet i guess that gives you a little kind of potted history of who each of the greek gods were and what the kind of how they all tie in together who's mom or who's dad and whose kids oh, yeah, are I, who. that was cool. I think that's really worth skim reading before it starts because i thought that was really helpful and i think it was really well put together and really well written in a in a kind Set of up the tone well. and as you're saying like for teenagers to go and see this I think that was great if you're studying classics or something. I think just just a, a wee sort of fun blurb guide of who each of the Greek gods were, who's whose mum, uh-huh. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Really I would, cool. I would totally recommend it. Yeah. It's not as polished as, you know, your kinky boots is going to be, but no, at its no, heart, no. it is a show of much more substance and, you know... <laughs> Steady on. Come on okay. now. <laughs> Never seen kinky boots, may I just add? I just know I'd hate it. Oh, uh, contrary. I loved it. I hated it. So I've made um, a mythic-themed cocktail for this evening which i will procure like magic like greek god <laughs> right now this looks like so I've had... Oh, the glasses are lovely as well, yeah. Madeline. Thank you, hon. I've had a busy week, so I didn't have time to like think up something totally original. So this is a drink called the uh, Persephone, a character from Greek mythology and obviously from Mythic the Musical. Um, so it's usually made with Applejack. I did it with Calvados. <laughs> really taking my breath away, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's got a hit to it. Sorry. You were supposed to sip it, not gulp it down. I know, hon. You're sorry. inhaling it. I am, aren't I? Yeah. So it's slow gin, Calvados... What's Calvados? It's like an apple brandy. Oh, it's Slow the brandy gin. that's giving it. The yes, that is it. It's a brandy. Yeah, and then I did put some pomegranate molasses in the sugar syrup, so it's like a pomegranate molasses sugar syrup because obviously Persephone ate the pomegranate, which is what. It, like, her we're to not going to. Okay, but we're not going to ruin it for well, those that don't. Alert from a two-year-old <laughs> Greek myth. It's been around forever. I mean, if anyone does any Big research spoiler. before they go down, though. <laughs> 
she yeah, is she's a quite, pomegranate. She's, she's quite pomegranate. famously tied to the pomegranate. Yes. Um, so yeah, that this is the the Persephone. I could drink that all day long. I this is know, my perfect kind of drink. It's like an aperitif. Yeah, sherry vibes mm. from last week when you were. Oh, feeling... and it's got red vermouth in it. Anyway, oh. if you want the actual, if you want the actual recipe, I'll put it on the Instagram. Sorry, I forget. <laughs> Once I've had a few sips, <laughs> yes, we're, we're basically. I'm totally fucked. Um, no, Alice last week wasn't feeling well, and the cocktail last week was quite medicinally tasting. I think this is this is a winter warmer. This is yeah, oh, I've got really winter. like I've got a sort sort of chest cough coming on. I'll just have one of these Persephone's or like. Oh, I don't really want to go out, but it's because it's winter, but I feel like it's a Saturday night. I'll just get drunk at home drinking Persephone. Yeah, I'll just have a couple of Persephone. And then when you get really drunk... And sing, you can't, ew, 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 ew. And when you get really drunk, you can't pronounce it properly. You're mm. like, that's a Persephone. Persephone. Do with some lemon juice. Don't even. Oh my God. Don't even. It's supposed to have lemon juice in it. Um, I forgot to buy a lemon. And they get to Madeline's house. <laughs> open the fridge. There's just champagne. A bag of onions. <laughs> there is. There's a bag of onions, some ravioli, and some milk that needs to be thrown in the bin. <laughs> and not a lemon in sight. So it should have a. It should have a, a bit of lemon in it. Sars guys. Um, let's move on to our next show. Alice and I went to see Wise Children. We won free tickets and a ballot to go to their last dress rehearsal at the Old Vic. Um, Wise Children is a new show and it's a new company for Emma Rice. So Emma Rice um, of knee-high fame, who was then short-lived sort of artistic director at The Globe. Um, She's now formed her own company called Wise Children and her first show is called Wise Children based on the Angela Carter novel Wise Children. Yes. So we went to their... Dress their final dress rehearsal. It was really it nice. Started. She came out at the end. She came out at the beginning and said, "We don't usually let people in to see a dress rehearsal, but we, you know, we want to. We love this show. We've loved making it. We've loved working on it, and we just want to share that love with all of you." It was very much like that. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. And everyone, and everyone was very said, into it. And like all their, I think a lot of like family and friends were in the audience. Oh, that's lovely. And I really loved the even just even that even in that bit they'd sort of the stage was set like the back of like the back of a theatre stage. So sorry, just to clarify then, so when you guys say a dress rehearsal, what was there? Were they off oh, script? No, 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 it was the full show. Oh, yeah. so it was just a full show. Okay, Basically. cool. But so usually you'll do a full run of the show as if it were real, but you won't invite the public, obviously. This was basically, yeah, we just saw a full performance. We saw a full performance. It was flawless. Maybe there was stuff in there that they thought, you know, oh we could change that. But it was flawless. It was incredible. So a bit of background, it's a very hard show to describe, so mm-hmm. I'll just go off what the website says. In Brixton, Nora and Dora Chance, twin chorus girls born and bred south of the river, celebrating their 75th birthday. Over the river in Chelsea, their father and greatest actor of his generation, Malchior Hazard, turns 100 on the same day, as does his twin brother, Peregrine. If, in fact, he's still alive, and if, in truth, Melchior is the real father after all. A big, bawdy tangle of theatrical joy and heartbreak, Wise Children is a celebration of show business family, forgiveness and hope. Expect showgirls and Shakespeare, sex and scandal, music, mischief and mistaken identity. So it's a big sort of, that's just the start of the story and then they delve back into their family history and it's kind of almost fairy tale like So their their parents are twins and their parents are twins and we kind of go back and see the different ages of them growing up in this kind of mad theatrical lifestyle. So yeah, it, it essentially opens and you have 
Nora and Dora Chance. They're two East End girls. They've been brought up and they always call it on the wrong side of the tracks. Wrong side of the river. Wrong side of the river. And they're like with the headscarves in a caravan and the silks. And they tell you the story of their lives. It's their birthday and they're turning 75, you say. Um, And how yeah and their parents and their and you go sort of back generations and they're from a showbiz family but sort of like vaudeville circus that kind of side of things and it's 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 so interesting the way that they take you so far back that by the interval you think oh my goodness we've gone we've gone to their grandmother their grandmother's mother getting pregnant being left by someone and then you're sort of like whoa we've we've there's a lot of story a lot of story but it's brilliant. It's so good, isn't it? It's and just classic so... Emma Rice. It's so, you know, the first time you see their, I think it's their, I can't quite remember, maybe their grand, their grandmothers or something, they're also twins. They come on, one of them, the actress is an acrobat and she just kind of dives onto the stage into a front flip. Oh, you wow. Know, yeah, so it's all, everyone's kind of springing around in there. People can play instruments as well. So you've There's got... a live band on stage and then the actors will also be playing it's just it's just what you'd expect from a an new Emma Rice. production. It's really it's just fantastic to look. The set is incredible. Costumes, set design, and costumes are Vicky Mortimer, and it's just like this sort of this big sort of ne- uh, not neon, um, you know, in bright lights signs saying "Wise Children," like like you said, like a vaudeville kind of theatre thing. There's this old caravan on stage that has an open front, so you can see inside it, and that plays... Different rooms of their... So suddenly that's a farmhouse, and okay. they all sat around having high tea, and there's a chandelier that comes down. <gasps> and then the next thing, they're back in, the, back in the 60s, and it's their grandmas, and they're getting ready, and someone's popping over with fish and chips. You know, it just it just changes very simply with a few like few props. Yeah. And then, like, a ladder will come out, and they'll run up the ladder, and somebody will sit on the top and sing a song. It's very whimsical, and um, you saw. Did you, we went and saw Brief Encounter. Today. Yeah, absolutely. It was like that. It's very romantic. She's got like a romantic take on everything, hasn't she? Yeah, and it's very. Um, I read an interview that was really interesting, and she said that she, going forward, she's just sort of learned, the way the world is now. She just wants her company to to be more inclusive than perhaps Nihai has been in the past. So you get a real mix of. The cast were young, old, different ethnicities. Um, you have different genders playing. So at one point, the kind of the showgirls era of the sisters when they were in their twenties. Um, <gasps> that was fantastic. By... These girls, so that, yeah, when they when they talked about when they're in their twenties and they'd be getting mixed up with all the wrong sorts of boys, but they're like twins, so it's like a story about friendship as well. And they'd be saying. And then, like, you know, he leaves her and she's heartbroken. She's just going, you can't leave me, Nora. Who will I go out with and have fun with? And yeah, so all... they were played by a man and a woman. So it was um, Melissa James and Amari Douglas. And the and... man, oh, my oh, God, his legs. his legs went for days. Legs oh, my days. God. And they did a sort of tap, re- a sort of re- dance routine yeah, together. Yeah, showgirls routine. Showgirls routine. Great choreography. Amazing. Really, like, really. And they, he was incredible. I've forgotten about that bit. That yeah, was amazing. Yeah, the two of them, their dancing was great. Like, doing the splits through each other's legs. It's just like... A mile a minute kind of... I mean, if I had one criticism, I kind of thought that by the time you get to the end of that one, there has been so much story and so much... It's a little bit episodic, almost. Mm. You're kind of... You're moving from one thing to the other thing to the other thing almost too much. That You're not quite having so an emotional not a long connection. Sort of, well, there is, I guess, a narrative a kind of throughout. Is, but is it like little sort of, chapters? Because it moves so quickly and then suddenly, you know, she went out during the Blitz and she never came back and you're like, oh, we haven't had a moment to really reflect on that because we're suddenly on to the next thing and next thing you know they're down in Brighton and suddenly one of them's joined the show so you're you're kind of 
So some parts move a bit too quickly. There's a bit too much going on, perhaps. And also because you have got the different characters, so many different characters playing their mother, their grandmother, them at 20, them at 30, them as children, it's harder to feel connected to them. So okay. if something does happen to them, I did feel like they're... You're sort of yeah. you're not as connected, are you? You're not as emotionally invested because you you haven't mm. really seen this person all the way through. Yeah. But overall, it's brilliant. There's some nice darker elements in there that come in towards the end. They really throw some sort of darker stuff into their history that I thought worked really well. Mum loves Angela Carter. Well, I love. I went through a very precocious stage in my teenage years of just reading Angela Carter and being a feminist. And yeah, I'm, this sounds so up my street. I oh, love we, we bought mum tickets. Oh, um, have you? Can I yeah, go? she's going she's on gonna Wednesday. Oh. Um, so we're going to see it. Do you think she'll like it, Oscar? I think she'll. I think she'll love it. It's just she loves knee high, she yeah. loves rice, and this is just that. I mean, it's just so fun to look at, so magical, so inventive. The stage choreography, the stage fights they have are always so fun. I love the knee high, often do really good stage fights, don't they? They're kind yeah. of theatrical, over the top. Is it Old Vic or Young Vic? Old Vic. Old Vic. Vic. Okay, sorry. It works great in that big old hall, in that big old proscenium arch as well. Yeah. Sounds brilliant. The music's really great. Um, Singing? Yeah. They kind of sing in that knee-high sort of way where to move scenes, suddenly all the characters will just start singing, there may be trouble. Okay. Uh You know, that sort of thing. Singing, um, but the singing wasn't really anything I remember, and it wasn't anything. I no, it's a, a mood. No. Okay, cool. Is it being called a musical? No, no, it's I, not. A musical. I wouldn't call it a musical. It's a, a theatre thing where there's some singing and you know, music. But I would any. I recommend anyone see it just because if you love something like this, and you'll love it. If you've never seen anything like it, you just want someone to see it. Right. To see okay. What they think you know, it's just such. Yeah. A, I think it's fantastic. So when's it on till? That only runs till the 10th of November. Oh, gosh. Yeah. There was an offer on today's ticks, actually. I'm not sure if it's still running. Um, and I saw one on timeouts. So there are offers out there. Yeah. So worth it. Also, the Old Vic, if you go on the day of the performance, they will sell you what seats they have left at a discount. Okay. So on a Saturday, you can call up and do it as well. Oh, God. Oh, God. I didn't know you could call up and do it. I yeah. knew you could turn up. Oh, fab. Okay. Well, no, sorry. You can call up and they'll tell you what they Oh, right. Say. I see. So you can say... What have you got? How much would you sell it for? And you I... go and get it in person. Okay, got you. It's okay. really, really worth saying. Cool. Oh, well, oh, that's it. that's something else I, I I would really like to have. I feel like I've not been to Little Vic for a while. Mm. That would be great. And you've been to see something that we haven't seen. <gasps> I have. So I went to see Heather's, the musical, at the Theatre Royal Haymarket. Um, and... I don't think I've stopped raving about it since, quite frankly. And um, I've told you guys to go and see it. Um, It's a musical based on the film, the 80s film, with Winona Ryder and Christian Slater in it, which is in my top pantheon of films. And I was... as soon as Pantheon. My Like my my library. My... She's drunk, okay? I'm drunk, I'm drunk like a um, My pantheon of films. Yeah, so she, it's, it's, when, as soon as I heard that they were doing a musical of this, I just thought, oh my God, what on earth? How are they going to do it? I've got to see this. And it started at the other palace and then it moved to the Theatre Royal Haymarket. And, um, which I presume must mean it was successful, I guess. Yeah, I think it was huge. It sold yeah. out at the other palace. Yeah. It's garnered this, like, kind of crazy oh completely complete cult following that was one of the first things that happened was that when we arrived we were standing outside 
And there were people turning up dressed as characters from the film, like properly, like fandom. So we were talking earlier, Oscar had been to Rocky Horror Picture Show 30th anniversary. It was the 30th anniversary of the Time Warp fan club, which is a fan club that goes to the film and the stage show. So it was like a huge, big celebration of diehard Rocky Horror Picture Show fans. So in terms of, I mean, Heather's a Musical doesn't, sorry, Heather's a Film has this sort of underground cult following, I guess, in a way as well. And um, so there was people dressed up as characters from the film. So that was the first thing. As soon as I'm standing outside, I'm getting excited. I'm thinking, oh, okay, this might be something quite special. And I purposely not read anything about it because I didn't want to kind of have anything coloured of of my impression of it. So you go in and it basically, it does the cleverest thing whereby it's not, it has some direct quotations from the film, some of which are really, really famous, the girls are constantly saying very, um, sort of like, oh, Heather, that's so very. Um, or there's, it's just, they'll drop in lines from the film. So that's pleasing the fans. And the fans in the audience are like, yeah. Um, but equally, it's kind of takes a slightly different slant. It's more fun. The film itself is incredibly dark. Um, it's about a teenage girl um, who's kind of just feeling a bit of an outsider at school. There's three girls called Heather. They're kind of like mean girls, precursor to mean girls. And they, she really desperately wants to be in their gang. But she essentially realises that when she does get in their gang, they're really quite evil and quite horrible. And this whole hierarchical structure in high school is quite disgusting anyway. She then meets a guy um, who's this kind of like naughty outs, a boy who's come from out of town, joined the school. And he's kind of giving her this fresh take on how he sees it and how he sees how disgusting it all is and how, why is, why are people slotted into this? You're either a nerd or a cool girl or a jock or whatever. So the play, the musical itself has some of the best songs, like in terms of inventive songs and the, the, this is one of our things that we talk about quite a lot that Oscar is totally hot on is diction. The diction in this, because the songs are so funny and so sassy and clever, the writing of the songs in itself is so clever. It's perfect. They're perfect. So you can hear everything and you're transfixed because some of the songs, there's one where basically the girl, Veronica, the main sort of girl who wants to be a Heather, she is about to have the shagger um, this naughty boyfriend for the first time and she sings this song to him and it's it, I was hooting and I had to shut myself up from laughing because I was missing things like it was so funny the staging is incredible the costumes are amazing it it, it literally was such a great night I was with quite a crowd of people and I think we all went in with kind of quite slight trepidations like I was with my friend Paul who's a huge fan of the film as well I think he was saying how nervous he felt and he was worried, is it going to be a bit like, ooh. And, um, but even in the interval, we were like, oh my God, get this interval over already. We need to go back in and see what happens, honestly. And Oscar, I think you'd love it because the costumes, you'd love it. Is you'd the music love... good? I need the No, music the music is good, Hunt. So, okay. That's what I mean. The diction in the songs is terrific. Um, I need to The go. staging is great. The yeah. staging is oh, really, really good. Go. Okay, you've so go. what you have to do is today... Very exciting. Time Out have an offer Ooh. that they've just done today and it was up to 42% off Heather's. Yes, please. So it seems like the dates run from Monday the 29th and there's 13 more dates and it's like saving up to 15 quid. 
They sing bag tickets to this feel-good musical, um, up to 40, 42% of tickets to this hilarious adaptation. So we've got to the end of November so, to see it. I will try and go before the end I of would, November I will, because I can't Alice, not see please, it. You have to go. I would totally go again in a heartbeat. Okay. I loved it. I've got to go, yeah. Definitely. Worth having a little drink beforehand. So, like, it is... It's it's really good fun. It's a good night out. It's a it's a great night out. The, the audience is terrific, and there's that kind of feel like when they do a famous line from the film, there is people like woo, you know, really? that kind of feel of it. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. Maybe I should see the film, or maybe we I'm could not, do it the yeah. other way round. Why don't we see the play, see the musical, and then watch the and film then watch the film? Home. Okay, cool. I'm in. Okay, oh, let's we've do had it. three very fun shows. I we think. absolutely I think have. Mythic. After the. Don't my boring weeks. Yeah, after the boring. <laughs> we've done Twelfth Night, we've done Wise Children, Mythic, Heathers. Those are all like really fun shows. So if anyone's looking for something fun, just take your pick of them. Yeah, I'll and definitely the, try and see Heathers. Yeah, weather is colder and things will be miserable. <laughs> the country's in a bloody state of decline. Go and see one of these shows and cheer yourself up and yeah. have a Persephone and get drunk. So until next time, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Theatre Club Podcast and on Twitter at Theatre Club Pod to stay up to date and see a picture of the Persephone cocktail along with the recipe. And until next time, follow us on iTunes, leave a review if you like it. Please leave a review. Yeah, go on. That's a really nice thing to do. Why not? <laughs> Why not, eh? I need the validation. <laughs> so until next time, it's goodbye. Bye. Bye. So good.